welcome to the debut spotlight elevator. Uh, who are you? I'm Wendy. I'm W.S. Winslow, and it's a little tight in here, but let's talk. All right. So that's my book right here in the elevator. I've got them everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm so excited to meet you, Wendy. Tell me, what is the Northern Reach about? Well, Rachel, thank you for asking. Um, the book is a novel in stories that takes place in a small town in down east Maine, and it covers the full scope of the 20th century from the early 1900s to almost the present. Um, Wellbridge is a fictional town, so you won't find it on a map, but um, it is real in the sense that it's like a lot of small towns in Maine that are off the tourist track. It's a little hard scrabble, beautiful setting, but everybody's a little bit too busy trying to survive to notice very much. Um, there are some few wealthy summer people in town, but we don't see them too much. Um, they're a little bit separate. The town has a lot of secrets, um, buried and unburied. Um, there are some lies, there's some heartbreak, but there's also some humor. And of course there are ghosts in my book because no New England town is complete without ghosts. So how hard was it to get your book published? It was not as hard as I thought it would be. And in fact, I never thought it would happen. Um, I happily found a really great agent, I was so lucky, and um, we were able to get it, we were able to get it sold in the first round. So super excited by the, the amazing um, Megan Lynch at Flatiron Books. But how long did it take you to write a book? I mean, you wrote a whole novel. I did. Um, it took me a long time and I started late in life. I started in my 50s. Um, and I did it. Um, so that's a, I think that's a great thing for people to hear. You know, you can, you can do something new. You can teach an old dog a new trick. Um, so it took me about five years, um, during which I did an MFA, which helped me a lot. Um, I was doing the, the two at the same time. And, um, and it took me about five years. And then it took, you know, as you know, about another 18 months to get it to market. <laughs> so what was the hardest part about writing this book? Um, the hardest part about writing, the hardest part about writing this book was organizing it. It, there are a lot of characters. It covers a long space of time and it took me a really long time to get it organized um, and to be able to really keep everybody straight and know how old they were at any given time, you know, what they were doing, were they married, were they dead? when something happens. Um, so that was, it was an organizational challenge, I would say. So how did you keep track of it? Did you have a spreadsheet or did you use three by five cards? What'd you I do? have this, this like really stone age method where I have these long line, these long graphs that have years going this way and lives going this way. And so I just, I draw a vertical line and I can see where everybody is but it, it makes my office look like a serial killer lives here. It doesn't, it looks crazy, but it works. For me, it works. So you drew these by hand? Yeah, yeah. I can Whoa. show them while they're, they're hanging up. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So tell me about your favorite scene in the book. Um, hmm. My favorite scene in the book, I would say my favorite scene in the book happens in the middle. Um, there is, it's, the book is dark and, you know, it, it is dark in places, but um, I felt like in the middle, I needed a sort of a palate cleanser, like, like as you would in a meal, in the middle of a heavy meal. 
And so I wrote um, this episode about burying the black sheep of the Moody family, um, a man named Tiger Moody, who nobody really will miss, um, and yet who really impacted everyone. And the tone on it is lighter and it's really, it's much more humorous and it's much more fun. And it's a moment to sort of, for the reader to sort of take a deep breath and then continue on. So as you said, uh, parts of this book are very dark. I can imagine that was probably difficult to write. So how did you gear up and get yourself ready to go to those dark places? Uh, you know, it wasn't as hard as you might think. I don't know, it's funny. I was not living in Maine at that time, at the time that I wrote it. I, was, I wrote it when I was living in New York and, when, and then later we were living in San Francisco. So I was, I think because I was so physically removed from here, which is where I am now, um, it was a little easier to get the distance and, and it made the, it made the, the heavier elements um, just somehow a little easier to, to carry. So the distance, it helped. So I think we're getting to my floor. We're almost here, I have to get off soon. Could you tell me, do you have any advice for new writers before we go? I do have advice for new writers. And my advice for new writers is just do it. I have a, I have a quote somewhere in my office now, I can't find it, um, from Colm Toybean, who kind of says, how do you write a book? You just write a book. You know, how do you, how do you, how do, you do it? You just sit down and you write the book. So why aren't you doing it now? Just sit down and do it and don't fear and know that you have to edit over and over and over again. I would like people to take a hopeful message away from the book because it, because what they'll see is that a lot of the history of this country from a hundred years ago, things repeat, things happen again. There are movements, there are patterns. And, and although things repeat, things do get better. And so I hope people will take a, a hopeful message away from it. I like that sentiment. Oh, Wendy, this is my stop. I'm going to get off here, but I wanted to say thank you so much for coming for the very first ride in my elevator. I loved your book. May you sell many, many copies. Uh, thanks, Rachel, and I'll see you on the trip down. <laughs>